This is exactly right. My favorite murder. The mini-sode. The mini-sode that's being videoed for the fan cult. Enjoy. <laughs> that's it. Enjoy the visuals. That's right. There's a cat happening. That's that's all I can give you. Do you want to go first? Sure. All right. This first email, the subject line is, Warning, a cautionary tale about criminal lineups. It says, hi, Karen, Georgia, furry critters at all. Hmm. Longtime listener and distant Lizzie Borden cousin here. <laughs> On today's mini-sode, you read the story about the guy who willingly volunteered for a lineup and talked about how nutty it was for him to do so. Then I realized I had a story to share. I grew up in Idaho, and this was circa 1991 when I was still in high school. My brother Matt had already graduated, so I think this must have been during the summer when he was home from college. Our Lutheran church had some great youth group leaders, and then in parentheses it says, not a cult, I promise. And even the oldsters would come back and hang sometimes on Sunday mornings. In my brother's case, this may have been for the maple bars. For a long time, he held the youth group record of eating six maple bars in one sitting, Oof. but that's another story. <laughs> one of the kids my age was a guy named Kevin who worked at his uncle's mom and pop grocery store. One Sunday, he told us he had been working his shift at the store when a customer came, wrote a check for his groceries, then left. Later, when they attempted to cash the check, the store owner realized that it was invalid. Forgery, stolen, overdrawn, I can't remember. Since Kevin had dealt directly with the customer, he was asked to participate in a photo lineup to see if he could identify the culprit. So Kevin headed down to the police station and was seated at a table with six photos of young men laid out in front of him. Kevin looked at the photos carefully, and then his eyes grew wide. He pointed at one of the photos. Hey, I know this guy, but he's not the criminal. Yep, the photo was of my brother, the Maple Bar King. I can't remember now if one of the other photos was actually of the criminal or not, but we learned from this incident that at least in 1991 Idaho, your driver's license photo could be used in what? a photo lineup without your knowledge. <sighs> Thankfully, Kevin was a good guy and he didn't harbor any hard feelings or donut cravings that might have led him to point Matt out as the check bandit. Stay sexy <laughs> and don't eat all the maple bars, Megan. I mean, I guess it makes sense if they pull people who are like lookalikes and the same height and everything based on your driver's license, right? As long as they're like, then not later, if they get picked, like, well, that must be the guy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, there is a logic to it of like ma yeah. just matching all the things and making sure yeah. that you're not just picking a random person. Right. Okay. okay, mine's called Al Capone, Nuns, and My Great Grandpa. Just starts, sup, nerds. I've been sitting on this one for a while, but hearing the call for mafia stories, I knew I had to finally sit my lazy ass down to write in. My great-grandpa's name was John Leo. He only went by John, but John Leo sounds more hip. Though he passed before I was born, he remains the subject of many stories at family gatherings. John Leo owned a pet shop on the south side of Chicago during Prohibition and the Great Depression. I don't know the ins and outs of how, but he ended up working for Al Capone during the height of Capone's prestigious reign. You know the classic story of full-time pet store owner, part-time mafia bootlegger, that was him. 
John Leo was such a successful mafia employee that he was able to buy a brand new Cadillac in the middle of the Great Depression. This sick whip was custom made with five separate five-gallon jugs hidden under the back seats. One day, he set off on his Capone-assigned delivery route with 25 gallons of moonshine in the back seat when he realized he was being followed by the police. He had to think fast. Luckily, he spotted two nuns walking together down the street. He immediately pulled over and offered them a ride in his fancy-ass Cadillac. Because being a nun must be hella boring, they accepted and climbed into the back seat. Once the nuns were settled into the car, he took off to lose the cops. He ended up taking a turn so fast, one of the nuns said sweetly, I think I hear splashing. Apparently, one of the containers must not have been quite full enough. When he had lost the police, he kindly dropped the nuns off and proceeded with bootlegging business as usual. To my knowledge, he was never caught for his escapades. And if it hadn't been for those unsuspecting nuns being a perfect distraction, who knows if I'd be here today. Stay sexy and use nuns for your own selfish needs. Jordan, she, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can spot two nuns together these days, yeah, absolutely pull them into your hijinks and your, your crimes for sure. Here's what I love that we're doing this on video because I still have these weird little gnats flying around oh, in this no. room. So I'm doing like the crazy grabbing into the air thing still because they're still in here. <laughs> I think mine is gone, but we'll see. It's just kind of an additional visual that we can give people. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. 
Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. This subject line says, oops, got lost again. Hey, besties, I love your podcast and have been scratching my brain for a story to tell until I remembered this one. My parents are from South Africa, so we would visit our extended family there every second Christmas pre-COVID. While there, I have a reputation for getting lost. In my defense, I never feel lost. They just don't know where I am. (laughs) This includes the time when they left the petting zoo without me and the time that I was so jet-lagged, I fell asleep in a bed shop in the middle of a crowded mall. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something I would do. That is so awesome. And also it's like that bed shop should pay you because you just did the best commercial for them ever. Definitely. Street team. The most memorable, however, was at a beach outside of Port Elizabeth. We arrive with my cousins, aunties, uncles, and have a great swim. The beach is long and there are a ton of beautiful looking dunes behind the main stretch. When we've exhausted ourselves, everyone lies down to sunbathe and read. I notice that everyone's fallen asleep and I'm still feeling energetic. So I stroll a few hundred meters down the beach and I start running up and down the sand dunes. I dip into the sea in between and it's an absolute blast for my 13-year-old self. After 30 minutes or so, I see my cousin running up to me. Out of breath, he shouts, Mia, everyone's been looking for you. There's a literal search party. Come back. (laughs) And I'm like, holy shit, what? It turns out what felt like a few hundred meters was more like a kilometer, which I think is three miles. You sound sure of that. And so I'm going to accept it. I always do. And I'm always sure until I'm wrong. But, you know, let us know, South Africa, how long your kilometer is. And while I was in the dunes, I was practically invisible. My family had called the police, all of the beachgoers, were searching for me and they'd even started a prayer circle. I walked back and told them all to chill. I grew up in New Zealand, so I'd forgotten that South Africa is a bit more scary and dangerous and that you shouldn't probably be alone as a young girl. Mom later told me that she was praying that she would find my body. Hee hee, oops. What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think she's saying like that someone else wouldn't do it. Or maybe that it wouldn't, she wouldn't have gone missing forever, right? There's a lot of ways to interpret that sentence, I think. Anyways, thanks for keeping me permanently entertained and I hope all of you are happy and well. You deserve the best. Hey, stay sexy and maybe just tell everyone where you're going next time. Mia, she, her. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 13-year-olds, they think they're fucking invincible. And then off they go. I'm on Mia's side though, because a half an hour is not, it's not, long enough to call the cops and start a prayer circle, in my opinion. Maybe a little search party, cops and prayer circle are a little, a little that's like a three hour mark, I feel. Please, yeah. at the very least. <laughs> okay. This was one of those ones that we've asked for of like, what was the thing in your town that like everyone, like that made, made they made shirts out of and it's like the, <laughs> like oh, okay. the event. <laughs> so they wrote, this thing fever, hippopotamus edition. Oh, I've been with MFM since I was pregnant with my soon-to-be seven-year-old. Let's get into it. (laughs) She's been with us longer than we've existed. (laughs) No, I mean, if it's nine months and soon-to-be seven, that's like the very beginning, right? This podcast is soon-to-be an eight-year-old. I live in a small Texas town called Hutto, 
It's H-U-T-T-O. And they wrote it phonetically for me, which I appreciate. As citizens of this adorable place, we are all called hippos. The hippo is the school mascot for all local campuses and everything in town is hippocentric. The legend of the Hutto hippo traces its roots back to 1915 when a circus train stopped in Hutto to gather supplies and care for the animals. According to folklore, the hippo escaped from its keeper running toward Cottonwood Creek. The train depot agent reportedly sent the following message to nearby communities. Stop trains, hippo loose in Hutto. (laughs) We have hippo everything. Most of the homes in town have a large customized cement hippo in their front yard. I have seen Starry Night hippo, Disney character hippo, and every business has a branded hippo at its front door. Wow, they've committed to this. They've committed. The local dive bar has what looks like a 200-year-old taxidermy hippo head hanging on the wall. Oh, wow. Shout out to Snuffies. The local butcher shop sells hippo eggs, a jalapeno popper surrounded in sausage and wrapped in bacon. Whoa. That sounds fucking good. (laughs) That sounds good. Every year, the elementary schools have Hippo-rama, where the children reenact the legend of the Hutto hippo. One child dressed as the hippo runs loose through the crowd while the other kids dressed as early 1900s townspeople and circus animals Give chase and sing songs. Precious. (laughs) Love it. It's so good. Anywho, thanks for reading. Stay sexy and eat hippo eggs, Katie H. We will eat hippo eggs, Katie H. I eat that. Here's what I think is like the, I think we've talked about this before. The thing about hippopotamuses is that we've all seen them represented cartoon style. Mm -hmm. But in fact, they're one of the deadliest animals in their native Africa, I believe. Right. And they're fast too, right? They're fast and they want to eat you alive. (laughs) I love that all the schools in town have the same mascot. Because isn't it supposed to be like this fighting hippo against the like, you know, Tyrannosaurus Rexes or something like that? You would think. Although if it's small enough, it might just have like grammar school Yes. Junior high, high school. That's true. That's true. And so they're just being kind of thematic. Yeah. Okay. The subject line of this email is Portobellarinos do exist. Hmm. Y'all kept me company on many a commute from work to law school. So thanks for that. Let me know if y'all want to p- want public defender stories. You know we do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're legally allowed to tell us details, but please do. Yeah, obscure the details. Anyway, in Minnesota 329, Karen jokingly asked if there were portobellarinos, and here I am. Well, maybe a more general mushroomino. Mushrino? I don't know. I'll workshop the name. I love mushrooms more than is reasonable. Several people actually make fun of me for it, and my favorite waitress at the Japanese restaurant picks out extra mushrooms for my soup. In fact, my very first parents tried to kill me in the 90s story is mushroom-based. I think it may have been the first time my mom left me at home with my dad. As she pulled up our long, winding driveway, my poor sweet angel baby of a mother saw my dad running through the yard to meet her, cordless phone in one hand and me in the other. Who was on the phone, you ask? poison control. Why? Because my dad came to check on toddler me and found me in the yard stuffing my little baby face with wild (laughs) mushrooms. (laughs) This is a day one obsession. Terrifying. 
They took me to the hospital and everything was ultimately fine. My favorite part of the story is when my mom asked my dad why the fuck I was unattended long enough to eat God knows how many yard mushrooms. Mm. His response was, she was being quiet, so I figured she was good. (laughs) Quiet Mm. doesn't equal good. Mm -mm. Everyone knows that. The next line is, clearly that's not how toddlers work, especially (laughs) not this particular toddler who is pretty much only quiet when sleeping or eating and sometimes not even then. You'd think this would have traumatized me into hating mushrooms, but apparently not. And that being said, I wouldn't eat fresh mushrooms until high school. My mom was very embarrassed when I made her confirm with the pizza place that they use canned mushrooms every single time. Because one time we tried a new restaurant and they put fresh mushrooms on my pizza. Anywho, (laughs) I've been talking about mushrooms for entirely too long. Love you all, especially Frank, Cookie, and Blossom. Stay sexy and don't put fresh mushrooms on pizza. Brittany with an I. (laughs) That's cute. I like mushrooms too. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Okay. Oh, weird. My next one's called dad cooking breakfast while I'm on shrooms. Oh my God. What are the motherfucking chances? (laughs) Very low. Very low. Hi, everyone. Longtime listener slash fan. The Pine Soul Drunk Dad Breakfast Story, another listener shared, inspired this write-in. My mom was the worst cook, and dad was amazing, but rarely cooked. So whenever he was cooking, that was a meal you never turned down or missed. His specialty was breakfast. Well, my newly turned 16-year-old mischievous self had snuck out one night to meet friends and my very kind teenage friends decided to gift me magic mushrooms for a late birthday gift. I had never tried mushrooms, but I couldn't turn down a birthday present, right? So I partook. Keep in mind, I had snuck out pretty late and had a small window to hang out before sneaking back in before 5 a.m. when my dad thought the world should be awake. I successfully snuck my very high and still tripping self back into the house right before I heard my dad head downstairs. Yes, I thought I made it. Now I just have to hide in my room until I stop seeing sounds and hearing colors. (laughs) Well, dad had a different idea. It was just him and I at home, so he decided to make a huge breakfast and wake me up at 6 a.m. on Sunday for this grand meal. (laughs) He knew. uh He knew. knew. I'm going to punish her, totally. (laughs) 
This is when the challenge of my life began. I was wide awake, tripping my ass off, and dad knocks on my door, announcing that he's made all of my favorites and to come on down. When I remember how to say the word okay out loud, I manage it. (laughs) I look in the mirror and realize my pupils are still as big as plates, and what I'm seeing and what is real are still not jiving because, well, mushrooms. But there's no time to wait to come down because dad wants you at the table 0.025 seconds after the meal is ready. I accept my fate that dad is 100% going to know I'm high as I head into the kitchen for breakfast. Dad looks like a giant. The kitchen is full of beautiful colors and the food looks like it's moving on my plate. Oh shit. I sit down and eat the most amazing breakfast as my senses are on overdrive and dad is smiling ear to ear, I think, as I'm triply eating his delicious spread. I make it through the breakfast with dad after what feels like the happiest and most delicious hour of my life and head upstairs to finally start coming down and sleep with a full belly and dad none the wiser. My dad, who is my hero, has passed, but to this day, that is one of the funniest memories and most delicious (laughs) meals of my life. Keep your head up, your heart strong, and go ahead and do those mushrooms. You won't regret it. (laughs) Nikki Z. That is not the message of this podcast. That's Nikki Z. Nikki Z is alone in her messaging to this. (laughs) And you know what? It's really nice that Nikki Z has the kind of family where that wouldn't have turned into an absolute horror movie nightmare because the potential was strong. And clearly, she has a great dad and a great Mm -hmm. home life where... yeah. She suddenly wasn't seeing little skulls everywhere. I made sloppy joes on LSD at home with my family once. So How'd that go? I did my best. I did my best. No one was on to you? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, then you did the job. I guess so. <laughs> of a young drug addict. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that that's a, oh, shit. That's a mini-sode. Wow. That's, that was That went by like a flash. That's the job and we've done it for you. That's right. You asked for it maybe and we answered kind of. A little bit. Yeah. If you have any stories, hometown stories, grandma stories, crime in the family stories, anything, at this point, truly anything that's a good story, write it into us. That's right. At my favorite murder at Gmail. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Elvis, do you want a cookie? This has been an Exactly Right production. Our producer is Alejandra Keck. And this episode was engineered and mixed by Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen! Email your hometowns and fucking hoorays to myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at myfavoritemurder and Twitter at myfavemurder. Goodbye. Follow My Favorite Murder on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase My Favorite Murder merch.